In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd Hello, everyone. Welcome to Military Mom Talk Radio. This is Robin Boyd with you today after a holiday weekend for some and wishing a happy holiday for those whose holiday is still continuing. Sandra Beck is off today. She's enjoying some well-deserved time off with her kids. And we're forging on, and we have just a real busy show for you today. We're going to be welcoming Fuzzy Manning back to the show. For those of you who are regular visitors, you'll know that Fuzzy is the founder of the PTS Treatment uh, website and program. And today we're going to talk with him about his new book in his series, An Integrative Trauma Care. Um, He's very excited about releasing this second uh, phase in his series, so we'll want to chat with him about that. We have Dr. Kelly Blasco coming on about midway through the show. She's the project manager and lead psychologist for a new initiative by the National Center for Telehealth and Technology. And I think they've dubbed that T2 for short. (laughs) This initiative is for military kids. And it's a wonderful um, opportunity for kids to connect and have lots of resources for them, as well as parents and educators. So you won't want to miss that. And coming up in the second segment, we've got Genevieve Pituro, and we'll have to make sure that I pronounced her name correctly. She's from the Pajama Program. It's a wonderful program, and when you find a little bit more about it, I know it's going to touch your heart. It certainly has here in my hometown. Um, if you go to the our Toganet show page or the front page, you'll see our local Girl Scouts did get together, and we have had an annual event every year for the pajama program so you're going to want to see that but first as always we have our news you can use reporter doris rivas brecky <laughs> hi, hi doris Rob. hi robin <laughs> oh it seems like ages since i've talked to you <laughs> i know I, I think it's been like uh two weeks at least since I i've been on think so i think so i hope you had a nice weekend 
Uh, you know, I'm still dealing with all this moving stuff, so I don't know how great it could be, but I did go to all the uh, Easter services, so that was good. Right. That's good. I had a surprise from my daughter and son-in-law. They came down. They weren't going. They actually didn't come down because it was Easter. They came down because his brother is moving, and uh, they wanted <laughs> to give him <laughs> a, uh. a send-off. So it just so happened that it was the Easter weekend that they came down, and, of course, we all got together and it was really great to see them. Jeez, you know, it's, it's th- it, they're three hours away, and you'd think that they were from here to Montana. I, honestly, I just don't see them ever, so. <laughs> well, but three it's, hours, you know, is still is a, a track, so. Well, it is hard for me, and because I have my, my mom here, I, I right. just can't get up and leave any old time of the day as much right. as there's a part of me who would love to have, be the the, no, the nomad in me <laughs> would want oh. to just get up and take off and go up and stay with her. I'd like to get up maybe when the weather's a little bit warmer. But they come down when they can. They're busy. They're looking. They're house hunting. They're newlyweds. They're just oh, they're just cool. really having you know the, what Fun. what they should be doing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Great. Yeah. Well, I know that you have some news, and I actually just had a, a little bit of update. So, tell me what you found out in the in the world of of military news this week. Yeah, there, there's kind of a backstory to it because I was, uh, like I said, I was doing some moving stuff, mm-hmm. and and I knew I had to start researching for the show today. So. I thought, okay, this is a good time because I was getting sick of unpacking boxes. <laughs> and uh, so I, I, I sat down for a minute, and I, I remembered I had to start making also a list for uh, going to the grocery store. So I grabbed my, my – I have this little black notebook that I carry around that I write down all my uh, grocery stuff. And I started flipping through the notebook to tear out the old pages, you know, that I've been uh, writing yeah. on, and just to, you know, kill time and get my my mindset. And I saw this picture of the Iwo Jima Memorial in D.C. Mm-hmm. And that that always stops me in my tracks because my dad was a Marine, and you know, it always just makes me think of him. And he's passed right. away. So, so anyway, I'm I'm looking at this picture, and then I see on the other side of the uh, notebook is uh, the storyline of the picture, and it turns out that this uh, notebook was uh, produced by the Disabled Veterans National Foundation. Oh. So I'm like, I know. So I'm like, I keep reading, and I see that they, they do some things, you know, good things supposedly for veterans. So I looked around to see if there was a website, and uh, uh, sure enough, there was a website. So I went to their website, and it was uh, dvnf.org, and I go there, and it was really nice looking, and I thought, uh-oh, maybe this is my story. Here. <laughs> I know. So I start reading, and I find out right away that the organization was founded, and you're going to love this, founded in 2007 by women veterans. No and women, No, and women state veteran coordinators. So I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, this is just too cool to be, you know, believe. So I just keep reading, and I find out what they're doing. And it really is a nice organization. I know that you like me to do, you know, really thorough research, so I spent a lot of time on it, and I found out that the board members, they're all volunteers, and they receive no salaries. Wow. So this is pure dedication. Thank you. Yes, yes. And so what their mission is, real 
has is to provide services to the disabled veterans and their families Mm -hmm. to collaborate with like-minded organizations to provide the services that are uh, necessary for the vets and to pay particular attention to the needs of the underserved groups of veterans to include women who have served our country, homeless veterans, and brain uh, invisible wounds such as brain injuries and PTSD, mm-hmm. which, you know, if Buzzy's listening, he's going to appreciate that. Yeah. And, uh, and they're also advocates at the U.S. Congress where they uh, promote issues to put on the floor for the Congress to vote on. So they're really active for people who just, you know, volunteer. Wow. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, I'm glad, I hope that you're glad that I brought it up. And oh, I think absolutely. It's, and I think it's worth our support. So anyway, again, that's uh, www.dvnf.org, and um, that's the website. Wow, that's really wonderful. Do they have a board of directors? I wonder if we could get them on at some point in time, Doris. They do have a board, and yes, I will check into it if you would like me to. Definitely. Oh, I'm sure. Yes, yeah, I'm sure Sandra would love to have them on. Too. Okay. So we'll okay. have to uh, definitely see. I will follow up. There are so many things that do overlap, but in in uh, in every every initiative, and I just think that it's wonderful for an organization like this who says that they try to uh, step up those areas that are underserved, because there right. are some times when there'll be an initiative and another initiative is almost a, a mirror image of it, and it's all good. I mean, they're certainly all going to good right. things, but every once in a while you say, wow, this this really isn't getting served, or this one right. really isn't getting um, getting the uh, the support that it Attention, might need. Yeah. So. yeah, absolutely. Wow, that's really great. The one thing that I wanted to uh, ask everybody to go and visit, we've had some representatives on from the National Resource Directory in the past, and they have just recently uh, upgraded or up, uh, uh, read given their website a makeover. This uh-huh. is the U.S. Department of Defense, Labor, and Veterans Affair, um, who just recently announced that the National Resource Directory is updated. They've got over 10,000 services and resources at the national, state, and local level uh, to support recovery and rehabilitation and community reintegration. There's wow. just a resource for anything on this particular website, and they're really excited about it because because I guess they have more features in the website that they've built in. It's got a stronger search engine. It's got a bookmark and share capability. Um, there's an in the news area. So there's a lot of um, things that you can tap in there just to find out what's current. And, right. Um, a lot of updates about the wounded warrior and veterans issues. So um, I got to go I check believe- it out. Yeah, I believe there's also now an expanded homeless assistance section, which wow. they're pretty proud to, to say. So wow. that's at the uh, www.nationalresourcedirectory.gov. And you can also sign up for either an RSS or email update right there on their website. So um, where we've got a link to uh, If you go to militarymomtalkradio.com, you'll see their logo is on one of our sidebars, either the right to the left and whether it's oh, right okay. or left, I recall which one it is, but we, right. do have their, <laughs> we do have their logo on there and we want everybody to go visit it because it really is a huge, huge directory. 
Yeah, I'm going to go check it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're almost up to a break, Doris. And uh, as I said, later on in the show, we've got Fuzzy Manning coming to chat with us. And about midway through the show, we're going to visit Dr. Kelly Blaskow with her, their new initiative. Um, and just on the other side of the break, you, if, if you haven't gone to the Toganet homepage yet, please do so and scroll all the way down to the bottom and look at the picture of our Girl Scouts from our hometown here in Hooksett. I saw that. Who had uh, have a pajama rama every year, (laughs) and what our what the girls do is they all bring in PJs and books that get donated to the pajama program. So I wanted to make sure that Genevieve knew we were we were hearty supporters of the pajama program. (laughs) She'll love it. Yeah, so on the other side of the break, we'll meet Genevieve, and uh, we want everybody to uh, visit us at www.militarymomtalkradio.com. Back in a moment with the Pajama Program. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, The Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon, Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment, and that's what The Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child-rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Tokyo. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help a sound, put your name at the top of his list, and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. 
It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, hey, welcome back, everyone. This is Robin Boyd holding down the fort for Sandra Beck, who's off having a great time with her kids this afternoon. What a wonderful day. I guess they're having spring break over in California or whatever um, right, vacation yeah. is called over there. That's really great. But Doris Rufus Brecky is keeping the seat warm, and we're going to uh, move on. We've got such a great show today. One of the things uh, I think that is so um well, I guess unifying to many of us is the areas that we can either be philanthropic or make a difference in our world. And we may not be able to change the whole world, but we sure can try and change a little part of it. And our next guest sure has changed more than a little part of the world. She has changed a great deal. Genevieve um, has been... philanthropist in many ways. She has a, a huge number of credentials that are absolutely amazing, but one certainly has touched our heart. And we want to welcome Genevieve as the founder of the Pajama Program. Are you with us? I am. Hi, Robin. Hi. Welcome. It's so great to meet you finally. <laughs> I've known you who you are, but I haven't had a chance to say hello to you. Uh, well, hello, and, and thank you all for your pajama-ramas. <laughs> <laughs> We've had more fun with this. We, I have to tell you, we have a leader in town. Her name is Charlene Karen, and I'm going to throw it out there because I hope she's listening. She is one of our event uh, extraordinaire uh, gurus. She will take charge of an event, and when she puts on an event, she puts on an event. And one of her brainstorms has been to have a movie night. And what we do is we have all the girls come in their PJs, and we have a double feature, and we have popcorn, and they all bring pajamas, and they bring a book, and we just make it a great event. So what what the picture you see on our website is Mm -hmm. our girls um, having a great time celebrating pajama program. Oh, that's great. That's really great. Thank you. I wish I was there. You're, you're too far away. <laughs> I know. Well, let's tell everybody what we're talking about. And I have to say, I was so touched on your website. You talk about, and I kind of called it an aha moment, because we all sort of say, oh, okay, this is what I am drawn to be doing. You at one, I guess it was about 10 years ago, were visiting the center in Harlem for children, um, and you brought 12 pairs of pajamas. And one little girl came up to you, and what did she say? Right, right. Well, I've been just reading, and when I saw one week how they were going to sleep without changing into anything because they were just removed from a really abusive or neglectful environment waiting for a judge to make a decision about where they go, um, they were being taken care of by this this group operating um, a shelter. And so I asked if I could bring pajamas the next week because I noticed they didn't have any. And they said, sure, that would be great because we usually don't have much. So I brought some pajamas. And like you said, I was giving them out with the books when I finished reading to the children. And I went to a little girl, and it was her turn to get her pajamas, and she wouldn't take them from me. And I didn't understand. And I kept saying, don't you want your pajamas, honey? Mm -hmm. And she just looked at me, and she said in a very low voice, what are they? (gasps) And I was really 
I was really stunned. Mm. I didn't know how to answer her because it just never occurred to me. It occurred to me that they didn't have them with them. That mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whenever they left, nobody packed their pajamas. But it never occurred to me that they didn't have or know that you change for bedtime. And I explained to oh, her, and she was so surprised. She didn't know. And I said, "What do you wear to bed?" And she just tugged on her pants, which barely fit her anymore. And she said, "I wear my pants to sleep." Oh, my heart broke. Oh. Ah, wow, wow. And that was the beginning. That was the first day, and I I don't know, I I don't remember. I probably went out screaming, telling the world, you understand, (laughs) these kids are, you know, a few miles from our homes. And um, the more people I told, the more people would start giving and sending me, you know, new pajamas and bags from all kinds of wonderful stores and said, please give these to the children, please give these to the children. And I, you know, it's it's. I thought it was such a small thing, but over these t- 10 years, um, you know, if you have children or you remember your bedtime like I remember with my mom, it's so much more than a pair of warm, cozy pajamas because that's important too. But it's that bonding time, that night time with the mother or the father at the bed, with the children, you know, in their cozy pajamas, with the story, with you know, talking about really important things and, you know, Mm -hmm. you just form that bond and there's so much more to that nighttime ritual than you would ever, than I ever could imagine. Well, to this day, my adult children talk about going, uh, we would all snuggle up together and we'd always have a story at night. Mm -hmm. And when you, and thinking of children who don't have that snuggle, that bond, that getting tucked into bed or that security, um, that's really a rough start in life. Yeah, it is. They're afraid. You know, these children have been through so much trauma, and they're so afraid. They're afraid when they were in the home that was not a safe place for them. And so, you know, you can imagine they don't know what's tomorrow. They don't know who's going to come for them. They don't know where they're going to be. They've been taken out of school, out of their, you know, anything that they thought was familiar, they're just sort of grabbed out of that with nothing or with very little, in some cases, with maybe a family member running in a shelter or, Mm. you know, they all live below poverty level. So, it's it's a mixed bag of children who just don't have what they deserve. So in the last 10 years after this aha moment that you had, how you have now, is it 62 chapters across 40 states in America? Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, actually, we have, I think we have 64. So it grows wow. every year, you know, every few months we get another uh, chapter. And um, yes, and they are all responsible for the children in their city or state, depending on how ambitious each chapter president is. And some states have more than one covering different counties. And they're responsible, the chapter president volunteers to be responsible for both finding and identifying the children and vetting the groups that become what we call receiving organizations. They'll receive our new pajamas and our new books. And then Mm -hmm. they fundraise or they have pajama drives and they coordinate um, volunteers to do collections and then drop them off where they're needed next on the list who's waiting for pajamas in that age group that they've collected for. So it's um, it's very rewarding to know that in your state or even in your city, there there's a need and you can help locally. Now, how did you go from wanting to help your local area to getting to this this level of, of this organization? Because this is huge. Well, it's... 
thank goodness for a lot of good press because mm-hmm. that spreads the word, like you're helping us spread the word, to people around the country. So somebody may read or hear this interview, read a magazine or a newspaper article or meet someone. They'll look on our website website under chapters, and if they mm-hmm. see something locally near them, they can get involved. And if they don't, then they usually contact us and say, I don't see something in my part of North Dakota. What can I do? What does it take to be a chapter president? So we've gotten lots and lots of inquiries and have filled chapter president roles um, that way from people who want to be involved and like to know that they can take care of their local children. So thank goodness people inquire, and, um, you know, we have a simple system for setting them up, and um, and they've been very loyal and making a difference, and so they, they stay for, for, thank goodness, years. Wonderful. Doris, did you have a question? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Genevieve. Hi, Doris. Uh, I, hi. Hi. I saw that uh, you're also overseas, too, like in Europe. Well, what we do is, because there is such a need worldwide, and we were designed to help children in the U.S. in need, but when we can, and we try once a month, we'll send a couple dozen to an orphanage that's been on our list from a country outside the U.S., if somebody in the U.S. is going on a mission trip. So ah. we wouldn't mail something to um, China directly. I used to do that 10 years ago when it was just me. I would mail to anybody who was in need, and I found <laughs> out on the other end it wasn't always received by the right people. There right. were a lot of issues. You know, you, you can imagine. Yeah. So Black we, market. Yeah, it's really. I mean, it's, it's I know. been so unsafe for us, and, you know, half the stuff is gone. And But we have found a really good way that there, because there are religious groups and group yes. missionaries that go, and they call us, and they tell us, and we get documentation Aww. about their trip. And right. we try to help that way with an American citizen going on a missionary trip, and we, you know, they tell Excellent. us about the orphanage. So in that case, we try to do it once a month or once every two months when we can verify. Excellent. Just to share. We only have a couple of minutes before we're going to break, but I understand there are reading centers now that you're um, incorporating in your program. Well, we have three reading centers, actual buildings, actual rooms and buildings, one in New York City, one in Yonkers for Westchester County, New York, and one in New Jersey in the Middletown area. And in other places, our volunteers try to get the groups to go out and read to the places where we have um, set up the receiving organization and vetted it and everything. So there are different ways to read depending on where you are, and everybody gets um, has to take a... Um, a background check, simple online, and then we try to help set up readings, and they can deliver pajamas and books to the places where the children are being cared for. So there, there are lots of ways that you can people can volunteer and read or make deliveries to the children. Uh-huh. Wow. wow, that's such a wonderful <laughs> organization. Well, I'm I, I'm so proud of our girls for for taking part in your organization, and we want to direct everybody to www.pajamaprogram.org to find out how you can make a difference in all of these children's lives. It's a it's a need that's that's definitely out there. And Genevieve, thank you for your aha moment. <laughs> oh well, it takes a lot of people, and I want to thank you for for spreading the news and for everything you did and all your Girl Scouts. Well, we hope to continue our annual effort every year. We, we, we certainly enjoy it. So Thank you. thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you.
On the other side of the break, we have Kelly, Dr. Kelly Blasco from MilitaryKidsConnect.org. You will not want to miss it. It's a really great website. Take care. We'll see you in a few. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio. Here today with Doris Rivas Brecky, while Sandra Beck is taking a day off, a well-deserved day off. And if you missed the first half of our show, we have uh, had the pleasure of speaking with Genevieve Pituro from the Pajama Program. Uh, We want to make sure everyone visits pajamaprogram.org. And if you ever miss... uh, 
some of our programs. Our podcasts are always available at our website, militarymomtalkradio.com. We are on iTunes. We are on Facebook. We want to make sure you visit us there and like our page. And we also hope that you're always visiting our show page here on Toganet, as well as all of the great hosts and programs that you'll see on this great network. We love being a part of Toganet. Don't forget Twitter. Oh, of course we're on Twitter as well. <laughs> <laughs> and one feeds into the other. I think I just know that we're we're, we're just ex- excited to hear from everybody, no matter how they find us. Right. Well, our next guest is Dr. Kelly Blasco. She is a uh, licensed counseling psychologist, and she is the lead development person, I am understanding, the lead uh, director of the MilitaryKidsConnection.org website. Dr. Blasco, are you with us? Yes. Uh, hello. Welcome. <laughs> I'm so. I was so thrilled to peruse your website. And um, I, first of all, where are you? Where are you calling from? Are you on the East Coast or? No, we're on the West Coast. Um, I'm at Joint Base Lewis McCord. Ah, uh, very. In Washington State. So know. you're up a little bit higher. We're still cold in New Hampshire. Are you still chilly up there? Uh, not yes, although today it's sunny, usually it's rainy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we had a frost uh, the other day, so uh, we're getting it hopefully closer to spring. But Oh, I know. Just, <laughs> this time of year, it's sort of like, oh, one day and it'll tease you. Right. Oh, I can pull the shorts out, and I guess not, not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dr. Belasco, your uh, endeavor here, Military Kids Connection, has so many um, advantageous aspects to it, and I want everybody to visit the website, but I'm hoping you can sort of talk us through a little bit. What brought you to developing this website? Well, um, surprisingly, we have another, I'm at the National Center for Telehealth and Technology, and we have a website for service members and their families called afterdeployment.org. And, you know, it was not geared towards children. So Mm -hmm. we thought, wouldn't it be great to have a website for kids that are experiencing their parents' deployment? So that's kind of the, um, I, how the idea got started, and um, a year ago we started developing it, and uh, we're really happy that it's online and uh, lots of people are using it. So It's wonderful. Now, did you initially think of this being an interactive site for children, or were you originally thinking of providing resources for parents and educators? Well, actually, we're covering all those categories. Um, the uh, Definitely the focus is on kids ages 6 to 17, and we have it kind of broken up into three areas, like kids that are 6 to 8, uh, tweens, we call them, between 9 and 12, and then the mm-hmm. teens from 13 to 17. And we really tried to make the interactive activities for those kids. But we realize that um, parents and educators also have military kids either in their classroom or at home, and that they may need some information about um, their kids, what they're going through uh, before, during, and after deployment. And the educators uh, don't know much about military culture in most cases. 
So we wanted to give them information um, about the kids and um, things that might be helpful to them uh, to help uh, different age groups. I think that's such a key point, Dr. Blasco, because I th- it's all well and good if a family is located on a base or in a community where there are a lot of military families, but if a child that is in a school that has a very low population of military families, it's true that uh, an educator may not quite know how to help that child integrate into the school if they've just moved in or all of a sudden realizing this child is experiencing some different behaviors that um, may not be quite identified and realizing that maybe a parent has just been deployed or or a parent um, hasn't been in touch for a while and that's pretty scary for little ones. Yeah, you're exactly right and um, like you said, for people that aren't near an ins- kids that aren't near an installation, a lot of teachers really don't know about it, and kids don't necessarily talk about it either. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they uh, aren't sure how people react, or they just don't think about it as part of their life. So um, it's really helpful for educators to know more about it. Do you have uh, a networking um, capability in there so that they'll be able to click through for other resources? Uh, for the educators? Yes. Oh, yeah. We have. Uh, we don't have like a um, you know like a uh, social network in any way, but we have um, resources where um, several different types. One is about the military culture. One is about common behaviors they might see in the classroom for the different um, children and uh, things that they might consider doing in their classroom. And then we have resources uh, there where they can go and find some lesson plans. Um, and in uh, our next uh, release, we're hoping to actually provide specific lesson plans so they can use the website in their classroom. Oh, that would be amazing. Also, I'm assuming that there might be some parents who are homeschoolers or parents who haven't quite gotten to know their their uh, children's new teachers or whatnot. Parents must have uh, a wonderful resource in your website. So this is pretty exciting. Yeah, it is. It is pretty exciting. Um, and actually, we've had so many parents um, come to the website. Um, I think right now it's more information. We try to, cons- there's a lot of information actually on the internet, but it's so, you know, here and there and everywhere. And we were trying to consolidate it somewhat so there'd really be one place uh, hmm. for parents to go. And also to focus on their kids, um, particularly like how can they help their kids uh, so that, um, you know, everybody uh, ends up having a positive experience and as much as possible. So, And I think everyone is concerned about safe websites and safe communities. And I'm sure this was something that was foremost in your mind in developing this, this community to assure that this is a safe place for children to be able to visit and enjoy and participate in? Yeah, um, actually, it is exactly what we were very, um, we put a big emphasis on that because we know how, um, 
easy would be for kids to be, uh, you know, uh, uh, in trouble or whatever, someone kind of stalking them or whatever happens mm-hmm. on the Internet. So we have uh, one of the big things about Military Kids Connect is when we talk to military kids, uh, they really felt that they didn't have an online military community. So hence the word connect in our our website name. So we created a message board for the um tweens and the teens, and that's where a lot of the information that we had to protect, and in particular, um, personal identifiable information. We didn't want kids to give out their names, their addresses, their age, anything like that. So uh, we really took that out of the equation and made everything anonymous. And... The other thing we did for the message boards in particular, we required parental approval. So every parent knows if they're at their Yeah, and knows, and the kids have to go through rules about what they can and can't post. And and then on top of that, we moderate the message boards every day. Um, So, uh, and we're having fun. Actually, the teens aren't using it as much, but the uh, the tweens are going to town on it. <laughs> I can only imagine. Doris, what was your question you had for Dr. Blasco? Well, you know, I'm just reading through uh, her bio and so forth. What's this, uh, Dr. National Center for Telehealth and Technology? Oh, yes. It's a um, department within the Department of Defense, um, and... Our mission is to help uh, service members, uh, families, and veterans uh, with post-traumatic stress and traumatic brain injury, as well as as other psychological health problems. So, and we do it with technology. So, um, like I said, we have this website. We have others. We also build um, mobile applications on smartphones to help um, different families. So uh, we just enjoy coming up with technical solutions that can really be helpful. <laughs> wow. Telehealth. That's not, I mean, this is, there's always a term that comes up and you stop and you say, okay, I, I get it, but what I guess I never heard the term telehealth before. I hadn't either, yeah. <laughs> and well, as with the military, everything has to be an acronym, so I love the T2. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, sorry. Yeah, telehealth, um, like you say, means could mean a lot of things. But as you know, uh, uh, service members and their families are often separated or, you know, reservists are out in the community, but they're... Um, your, their health resources might be somewhere else. So we're looking for ways to save money and provide really high-quality care by doing it over telephone lines or uh, Internet or um, those, Skype is an example of uh, perhaps a way you could do it. So um, and it's, the virtu- it's really to help everyone. Things, yeah, virtual things are just the way to go. Dr. Belasco, we're at the end. We want to make sure everybody goes to militarykidsconnect.org. Thank you, Dr. Belasco, for visiting us today. Thank you very much. 
We'll be back on the other side of the break with Fuzzy Manning of PTS Alternative Therapy. Back in a Are moment. you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Attention parents and teachers. Here is a series of alarming yet true facts about the current state of teaching reading in the United States. The federal government has spent close to half a trillion dollars to improve reading ability, and yet we still have over 8 million students who cannot read on grade level. 440,000 students who have a total reading vocabulary of 50 words or less, and a national dropout rate of one new student every 26 seconds. Sadly, one of these could be yours. Fortunately, it's not too late to help. Introducing The Reading Show with Dr. Joe, a fast-paced, highly informative, easy-to-listen-to show led by nationally recognized reading authority, Dr. Joe Lakovich. For more on Joe on the show, check out his website, failurefreeonline.com. Listen in this week to learn amazingly simple ways to turn this problem around. The Reading Show with Dr. Joe, with your host, Dr. Joe Lakovich, Fridays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod, Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help the sound, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Welcome back, everyone. We're at the last segment of our show today. What a great show so far. Doris, yep. don't, you, don't you get blown away how fast this hour goes? I know, and it's I been know. so smooth. It's been an exciting hour. We met Genevieve Pituro from the Pajama Program. Please visit her at pajamaprogram.org. And we just, we were right to the end with Dr. Blasco. And thank, I want to make sure that we do express our thanks for her time. She's with the National Center for Telehealth and Technology within the Department of Defense. And she has introduced militarykidsconnect.org uh, on the website, a wonderful site you need to just, no matter how you are involved uh, it's a wonderful website to go to 
Um, it's and really next, sharp, too. Oh, gosh, it's really a great site. I, I spent some time on it last night, and it was just really great. No matter, like I say, whether you're a parent, you're a teacher, you're, you are a kid right. yourself, there's just something there. Um, yep. A great website. So congratulations on a job well done. Um, and next, we're welcoming back Fuzzy Manning. He is the founder and CTO. C- CEO. <laughs> I'm sitting in Sandra's chair today, so I had to mess up on something. That's all right. Oh, we'll tease her later on that. And then um, I, I'm going to start all over. Fuzzy is the founder and CEO of PTS Treatment, and he has recently released another book in his series. It's entitled Integrative Trauma Care. Um, Fuzzy, welcome. Are you there with us? Yes, I am. Yes, I am, Robin and Doris. I'm here. Oh, great to have you back. Welcome. We haven't chatted since, gee, I think before the holiday. Yes, definitely. uh, I've been very busy uh, creating books and creating new programs for veterans and uh, families. I just truly believe that uh, these individuals uh, need the attention and care that they well deserve. Absolutely. Now, for some who may not be regular listeners, let's back up a little bit and talk about PTS treatment um, and what is unique about your approach to this reintegration. It, it's the, the reintegration, I think, is very important on, on a couple of different levels as we're talking about the veteran and the warrior coming home and the family. It's very important to engage the family and treat them and the veteran as one unit together. And it's very important to look at it from an alternative perspective. We want to address the visible and invisible wounds. Also, too, we want to help them to step through. It's a process. It's not a destination. It's not that you're going to lose five pounds and you're just going to feel great and you're going to go turn cartwheels. <laughs> that doesn't happen. That's not reality. Right. So it, it, it's helping individuals realize it's going to be a process. And we really want to start looking at the cause. What is causing all of the depression, the anxiety, uh, the suicidal thoughts, uh, the isolation, uh, the rages, the angers, what's causing, what's underneath that? And I think it's very important to get everybody's perspective, the veterans and the families. It's just mm-hmm. sitting down and saying, okay, uh, what's, what's feeding this thing? What's allowing it to uh, be pervasive? And it's affecting everybody. Mm-hmm. The operative phrase in in all of what you just said is the fact that it's a process, not a destination. Because I remember my dad still having things that he was processing so many years after World War II. My husband, 40 years after having served um, during uh, his time, still to this day having things that he is processing. That is something that you live with for the rest of your life, and it does not have to mean that you're not able to do all of the other things that you're getting joy out of. It's just learning how to process it, and that's such the challenge. And it's also, it's it's essential to start 
looking at and helping the family and community look at some of the things, some of the early symptoms that are coming up that they can help the veteran be aware of and also they can help the family be aware of mm. some of these characteristics, some of these behaviors and uh, help them process through it. Hmm. Now you've just released Integrative Trauma Care. Is this subsequent information to the first book or are they completely two separate books that can be read in separately at any given time? What what I did is I, I created it's a book series. Mm-hmm. It's Integrative Trauma Care. The first book is Alternative Solutions for Anger in a Veteran's World. Wow. The second book is Alternative Solutions for Depression in a Veteran's World. The third book is coming out, uh, should be out this week. It talks about suicide. And my fourth book should be out by the end of the month, talks about uh, military sexual assault. Wow. And how are you um, finding either the the information that caused you to write this or how are you finding the resources to... um, to write these books are these all through things that you have have people have come to you or have you done some research a little bit of both people have come to me and it's through social media people just keep sending me link after link (laughs) day after day you need to read this you need to read this article well what about this art then two it's just a lot of research on my own um early on uh probably 15 years ago, I decided to say, okay, what's happening? What's occurring in the world? And I thought, well, I want to look at a database that that has some great information that touches on a lot of things. So I went through 50 years of records of the World Health Organization. Oh. Well, that wasn't just a weekend. (laughs) No, no. That took you quite a while. that took at least two or three weekends. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's just getting an overall perspective of of what's going on in industrialized countries, um the third world, uh second world countries, and some of the situations and things that they're dealing with that maybe we have somewhat dealt with but don't have under control. Um and it's and it's looking at some basic concepts that we cycle in and out of. Uh, we cycle all of us cycle in and out of depression, stress, anxiety, um, anger. So it's it's starting to identify some of those characteristics and what do we need to start looking for and how do we start understanding what's occurring. There's different levels, or you could say gradations, of anger, depression, stress. And it's it's realizing that we're going to move in and out. Sometimes we're going to get stuck more often in one than in the other. But it's it's always nice to know that there's, say, a mild case, a severe, and an extreme. And when we start looking at depression and anger and some of these things that are kind of take control of our lives, we have to start realizing that, you know, what phase or what mode am I in? And if 
a family member or a friend that makes me aware of, you know, I'm getting a little crazy and, you know, I'm not doing things that I normally do. You know, thank you, thank you for letting me know and helping me through the awareness or the identification process. What I also think is so interesting, Fuzzy, is your approach is as an alternative specialist, because they're just as... Uh, well, as, as in so many other needs that, that we may experience in life, the shoe does not fit every single person. Therefore, you need to see and open your mind to what alternatives there are. Because if one recourse isn't right for you, that doesn't mean that that's all there is. That right. means that there's just another page that we need to turn to. Yeah, I just de- depression is going to show up differently for a mom mm-hmm. at five o'clock in the morning or ten o'clock at night. It's going to look different, mm-hmm. and we have to help the mom realize that she's going through a, a, a depressive episode. What's occurring? And she's going to have a different reaction. She's going to act differently due to different times of the day. Uh, also, she's going to act differently due to the stressors that are being put on her life due to family, relationship, school. Uh, she's going back to get a second degree. So it, we have to understand and and look at what's occurring. How can we best help her? uniquely in what she's experiencing now, not mm-hmm. textbook, but basically interact with her and help her through this process. You have so many approaches and so many resources, Fuzzy, and I I have not had a chance to fully read. I've gone to um, Amazon and I have uh, perused through what I could, but I do encourage everybody to read Integrative Trauma Care, Alternative Solutions for Depression in a Veterans World, and we're certainly looking forward to the subsequent um, titles that will be coming out addressing suicide, addressing sexual assault, and of course the, the first book, Having Dealt with Anger. Fuzzy, we're always so appreciative of all the work you do. Um, we want everybody to visit you at ptstreatment.com. He's been flooded with <laughs> with email, so hopefully uh, more people will will visit him and find out more about, about his alternative um approaches. Very, very enlightening, Fuzzy. Thank you so much. Say thank hi to you, Su- uh, Say hi to Susie for us. Okay, thank you, Doris <laughs> and Robin. Uh, it's always nice to be on. And uh, I look forward to coming on again and addressing uh, the new program that's going to come out um, in the uh, National Convention in Detroit. Uh, oh, wonderful. Brand new program, yeah. We'll definitely have you back next week, everyone. We have Beth Jones uh, coming on, and we have Catherine and Kathleen Taylor uh, sharing a children's book, Eddie and Bingo. You won't want to miss that. Thanks, Doris, very much. Thanks, 